Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Key Ray Speaks, the podcast by Keyshawn Rains. That would be me. This particular episode is about transparency and transparency, like what does it mean to me? And while it might seem like a simple task, it is actually an incredible feat because as much as people think that they are being transparent, they're not not all the time but it doesn't mean that there's anything wrong doesn't mean that there's anything bad it just means that transparency is an intentional mindful practice to be open to be vulnerable to be authentic to allow yourself to be seen means that you're letting all of you become visible instead of just pieces and parts of you you're letting all of you all the the good the not so good the pretty the not so pretty the the have your shit together all the time and the yo shits all over the place all the time and the the petty part of you and the and the and the you know compassionate part of you you're letting it all be seen and that ain't easy you guys and those of you who think it is easy okay you hiding some shit no not really but I say that because practicing transparency had to be an intention that I set because I discovered that for the majority of my adult life being transparent telling the truth to myself and others all day every day was something that I really really struggled with a lot of it has to do with the fact that as a child I was programmed to lie I was programmed to keep secrets what was modeled for me was a whole lot of deception in a whole lot of different forms and that's what was real for me so the idea of being just exposed and truth-telling and transparent was like that must be for some other people who have no problems in their life who have never done anything wrong who have nothing bad that they want to hide from the world it must be easy for those people to be transparent so go ahead and let them do that but as a child You know, it wasn't always something big that I was taught to lie about or keep secret. Sometimes it was little stuff, but that's what I was taught. I remember as a child when the bill collectors called because my parents didn't pay the mortgage and my mom is standing in front of me saying, answer the phone, but telling mommy's in the shower. And I'm like, well, mommy is standing right in front of me. Oh, okay. I guess I'm going to tell them that you're in the shower. Or when my dad, who was on drugs for the majority of my childhood, was out in the streets, nowhere to be found, and people were looking for him, and I was told, well, just tell him, you know, he's on vacation, or tell him he's at work, or tell him he's at church. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure he's getting high, but okay, he's at church, or he's at work. That wasn't the truth. But that's what was modeled for me. That's what I was taught. So it became real for me that the way that you function in the world, if something's happening in your life that is not beautiful, that is not pretty, that is not polished, the last thing you do is tell the truth about your shit. You better keep that under wraps because the result could be catastrophic. Who knows? So I carried that into adulthood. And as I got older, the lies got a little bit bigger. The results of them got a little bit more dramatic or it even got to the point where I found myself lying about dumb shit. Like, I, I could have just told the truth about that, but I was conditioned. No matter what it is in your life that you want to change about yourself, whether it was something that was programmed in you as a child or something you picked up along the way, if it is no longer serving you, where it came from, once you discover that, once you've identified it, you still are the only one who has the ability, the power, and the purpose, the privilege, so to speak, of changing it. 
you're the only one. Now let's move on. Now let's move forward. So I've decided to practice transparency. And what that means for me, and it might mean something different for everybody, but what transparency means for me is being courageous enough to be vulnerable. Being courageous enough to say, hey, I'm going through something and it's really difficult for me right now. And the way that I could use some support is this. Being transparent means, you know what, I don't know the answer to that question and I wish I could help you, but right now I just don't feel like it. And that's okay too. Being transparent just means showing up as me, all me, all day, every day, flawed and imperfect, intelligent and creative, beautiful and sexy, funny as shit, and everything in between, and just loving all of that. That's what transparency means. I set the intention for 2018 to practice transparency because I realized that for the majority of my adult life that the idea of practicing transparency was terrifying for me and it was terrifying because I was so afraid of shame and judgment that I would receive from people outside of myself and also from myself if I allowed myself to be seen totally uncovered unveiled and everything and so the result of me hiding and deceiving myself and others was really the dismantling of everything that was valuable and important to me. So at the end of last year, I'd say the last six months of 2017, I had some of the most brutal and debilitating emotional experiences that were taking place. And the result of that was me being faced with a lot of my deception, things that I believed about myself or believed about others, things that I said about myself or said to others, things that I didn't say, withholding, omitting, all the different forms that deception can can take uh, pretty much had manifested in my life. And it was like an explosive experience, almost like a volcanic explosion and you know how like when a volcano explodes it's not just the initial explosion but it's like the lava the magma that runs down and sets fires and destroys and destructs everything until it finally cools off mulls over and it's done and when I say that it brought me to my knees I mean that as literally as possible that it literally brought me to my knees from losing my grandmother who I adore from losing business which I poured my heart into meeting my twin flame and losing her almost immediately separating from chosen family and, and friendships that I thought were the most valuable a lot of things happened and I was like fuck is this what it's is this is this necessary the message that kept coming through each time that I lost something was there was a part of me that wasn't transparent there was a part of me that wasn't keeping it real there was a part of me that wasn't being honest with myself or with others after having that experience going into deep prayer and meditation and going into a ceremony on new year's eve where you know i got to participate in a very beautiful spiritual super dope going into the earth and coming out different throwing things into the fire and releasing them and letting them go 
instead of making a resolution for 2018, I set an intention to practice transparency. I've asked a couple of people to chime in with me, so I'm going to share that with you in a minute. But first, I will say that what transparency looks like for me and what it means for me, transparency is an act of bravery. It is an act of courage and it is an act of supreme vulnerability and authenticity to say I don't know when someone asks me certain things. I'm a very intelligent human being. I am a seeker of knowledge and I do know a lot of things, but I do not know everything. And to be able to say I don't know was something I would avoid at all costs because I never want anybody to think that I wasn't smart. So people would ask me stuff. People would talk about topics in pop culture and politics and I'd be like yeah mm -hmm, all that yep and I would have something to say and chime in and I would not know what the fuck they were talking about I remember I was visiting someone in Baltimore and we were driving somewhere and we were talking about you know Black Lives Matter and a, a bunch of the lives that were lost and she mentioned one particular person who had died as a result of inappropriate law enforcement interaction I had no idea who the fuck she was talking about but I and she asked like so what do you think about so-and-so bless me I cannot remember her name what do you think about her and I was like I got real quiet and instead of saying I don't know who that is actually could you tell me more I was just like you know I just think I need the killing to stop like I just had to say something and even though what I said was probably appropriate I was afraid of saying I don't know so transparency means to me saying I don't know sometimes letting myself be seen as a person who doesn't know everything and I know people are probably like well duh nobody knows everything but I prided myself on being intelligent so to say I don't know was hard for me transparency also means being exposed physically I just finished this sensual selfie challenge which was amazing and so liberating to be a part of transparency also means speaking my truth and speaking my truth is something that people often say like I'm just living in my truth I'm speaking my truth and but they honestly leave certain parts out I'm the kind of person who up until making this vow, setting this intention to be transparent, who speaking my truth was something that only happened on the pages of my journals. That is the only space where I would let myself be all the way me, all the way real, all the way transparent. And even in intimate relationships, even in love relationships, romantic relationships where my partners or significant others would think that they were getting all of me I was keeping a whole lot in reserve and not because I was some like evil manipulative person with you know plots to destroy people's hearts no it was because I was so afraid of rejection and so hungry for acceptance that I would keep parts of myself hidden I would keep parts of myself and parts of my past even hidden because I was so afraid I experienced connection with someone last year and within the first you know 90 days if you read my book 90 days uh, there were things about me that I was terrified to share with her because I was so ashamed about them and I kept them from her and of course the result was you know volcano you know uh, like an explosion you know happening and a sense of betrayal and a sense of deception all that kind of stuff and I was devastated all these things were happening where I'm like maybe I should just be transparent what do I have to lose I'm 40 years old I'm grown as fuck 
I've lived a lot of life. I've seen a lot of things. I've done a lot of shit. I've done a lot of shit, y'all. That some of them things will never be spoken. Taking this vow, honoring this intention to be transparent about things that I would normally keep so hidden is so freeing. It's so liberating. And freedom is my fucking oxygen. I live for freedom. The reason I walked away from jobs and walked away from relationships is because I felt captive and caged and I didn't want to feel that way. Like bondage is for the birds, y'all. I'm all about freedom. So what transparency means for me is freedom. Being transparent also means saying no. Saying no. And letting no be a complete sentence and doing so unapologetically and just saying no. I don't want that. I don't like that. That doesn't work for me. That's what transparency means for me. I do also want to share with you some of what was offered to me when I reached out to friends to share what transparency means for them. So we're going to take a little breather, a little break, and I'm going to take you over to uh, what they have to say. So coming up next is a little bit from a friend of mine in Dallas, Texas. She and I have known each other for almost 11 years now. I think we met back when I first returned to LA after living away for a couple of years and we immediately clicked. She is a creative, she's a writer, a poet, an innovative thinker and just an amazing human being. So without further ado, let's hear what Alexandra has to offer about this topic of transparency. It's a recurring theme that comes up in a lot of the conversations we have about ourselves and about the interactions that we have with other people. I would consider transparency to be an aspect of honesty. So to me, there are two very basic definitions that come to mind when you talk about honesty. The first is truthfully answering direct questions. I think that's something that everyone could agree on. But the other part, and this is where a lot of misunderstandings can occur, is volunteering important information even when not directly asked. Uh, Some people talk about things like lying by omission. So before I got into uh, my opinions, my definitions, and, and whatnot of transparency, I did want to go ahead and look it up just to make sure that I was on the right track and to make sure to lay a groundwork so that we could all be in agreement. Um, So transparency is the condition of being transparent. That's, you know, a textbook definition. But then, of course, you have to define transparent. I'm not a fan of definitions that include the word you're trying to define. So transparent means clear, easy to perceive or detect, obvious, evident, undisguised, unmistakable, unambiguous. So with that, that's where um, volunteering important information comes into play because a lot of things 
would never come up or a person would never have a reason to ask you about them or it simply might not occur to them. But that doesn't mean that the information isn't still important. Um, so if we're talking about uh, friendships, for example, uh, new friendships or long-established friendships, you have your chit-chat, your kind of warm-up to the conversation. How are you doing? How have you been? What's going on with you? What's new? Uh, those are those open questions where a person can just volunteer or just kind of start talking about anything that's going on without a specific prompt. But other times people ask very specific questions. How has work been? And then you only talk about work, but work isn't the only aspect of a person's life or the only thing that could be a catalyst for change or an area where a lot of things are occurring. But if a person only answers, oh, you know, this is what's been going on at work. These are the projects that are happening. This is how um, my boss and I have been getting along or not getting along since the last time we talked, then that leaves out a lot of important things. And in relationships where balance is so important, it's key that people not only feel comfortable expanding upon what is asked of them, but even initiating a new part of the conversation or exchange if it's important for them to get certain things out or even to give more context. Context is going to be something that I might bring up a few times because drawing a clear picture so that someone can really understand where you are coming from goes such a long way in relationships. Establishing them, uh, reinforcing them, and just keeping them in a place that the relationship can continue to grow and flourish and again, this is true in friendships and certainly in romantic relationships. If you ask me, romantic relationships should not be very different from friendships because friendships should be the foundation. In my opinion, if you would not be friends with somebody, if you didn't think they were jazzy, then you all don't need to be in a relationship because if attraction is the only thing that is keeping that relationship going, it's not going to go very far. Expressing about situations that may be causing me stress. I don't always want feedback. Sometimes I just want to vent, but sometimes I do want feedback and that feedback isn't necessarily advice. Sometimes I just want to know that I've been heard and keeping that in mind, I had to learn that that's true for other people too. So sometimes when I am listening, I give the other person a chance to be transparent and I say, do you want feedback? If they say yes, I'll say, what kind of feedback do you want? Do you want advice? Do you know, what is it that you want from me? That gives the other person a chance to be transparent and you're also displaying transparency in yourself in that you may not know exactly what they need and that's okay because acknowledging that 
is an important part of not only being human, but also being a good uh, friend, partner, cohort in any interpersonal relationship. When I hear or use admit, I usually think of it in terms of what you do with other people, like you admit something to other people, where when I hear or think of acknowledgement, that's usually something that happens within oneself. But for some reason, admit has a negative connotation, even though most of the things that we hide or delay uh, disclosing start with the fact that we did not acknowledge it within ourselves because if we're not honest with ourselves, how can we be honest with somebody else? If we're not transparent with ourselves, how can we be transparent with anybody else? All of this starts within yourself. Knowing where you're coming from allows you to be authentic with other people. And I think that goes a very long way, not only in being mindful about how you interact with other people, but also being mindful of how other people interact with you. In the moment, there are a lot of things that we don't see or think about or acknowledge, but then when we reflect on conversations and interactions later, we see things from a different perspective, you know, when we play it back. With romantic relationships, when we talk about transparency or that volunteering of important information, before social media, when you had to... <laughs> Uh, if you will get to know people manually, um, you had to either ask questions or wait for things to come out over time. Because who wants to be asked 20 questions in the first hour of getting to know somebody? But it was fun. You'd be having a casual conversation and then someone would say, yada, 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 my favorite color is purple, so dot, dot, dot. And then that was your chance to say, oh, purple's my favorite color too. Or, oh, really, that's interesting. My favorite color is turquoise. And then that's how you learn things. Where with social media, we can kind of sidestep a lot of the getting to know you process because we can just look it up. Or if we've... um quote unquote, been following somebody, we may have learned some of these things in the process of seeing what a person voluntarily shares with the public, not necessarily you. So it is important to um, remember what you learn about somebody directly versus what you learn about somebody from a distance, because some people just post so frequently, so mindlessly that they may not even remember sharing something. And so if you bring up something you know about them that they didn't tell you, it can come across as a little creepy. So that's something to keep in mind. <laughs> if you are getting to know somebody and someone doesn't ask you, for example, explicitly if you are married or in a relationship or living with somebody with whom you were once involved, 
that is something that it is important to disclose, even if you're not directly asked. And now what you see is that people are so aware of how they would do things. It's easy to forget that that is not how everybody proceeds. So if you know, well, if I was still living with my ex, uh, we sleep together once in a while, or, you know, we don't, we're completely platonic, but the lease isn't up for six months. Um, and you know that you would share that information. You can't really assume that that's true for everybody else. So you have to remember that if you want to know something, asking goes a long way. And on the flip side, you also want to be a person of integrity. So if you have something like that in your life that it's very important for a person to know, but for whatever reason, they never directly ask you, you can be transparent and volunteer that information. When you don't, you can come across as deceptive. You can come across as um, manipulative, even if that's not your intention. Something that can make these aspects hard to discern is, I know this thing is important. I know I need to put it out there. When should I do that? That's a case-by-case -case basis. You can't always uh, tell when is the right time. But there are occasions where sooner is better because the longer you wait, um, it can make things messy, to be perfectly frank. You don't, um, you don't want to come across as that person who, you know, you knew this thing was important, you're waiting for the right time. Next thing you know, it's been too long. Now you come across as a liar, even though you never quote unquote told a lie, but you never said this thing that was super duper important. There are some things where it's very clear that you need to put it out there early. If you have a child and no one asks you, you're going to mention your child there's no way to get around that. But there are other areas where it's a little fuzzy and um, less, you know, just obvious that this is something that's important to be mentioned. But you have to know that if it's something that you would want to know or something that would be important for you, that may be something that's important to someone else. In general, you want to be a person of integrity you want to treat others as you would want to be treated. Um, and also give people that context so that they know where you're coming from and they know how to proceed. Same with work, for example. I'm very fortunate. I have a boss who I love and she's great. And so there are certainly times when I am transparent with her about some of the things that are happening on my plate that might impact my workload because I need her to understand I'm not just, you know, dismissing things or, um, you know, becoming less of a quality employee, but X, Y, and Z are happening and all of those things are factors in the kind of output that I generate. She appreciates that. And I do 
keep it appropriate, of course, because at the end of the day, she is my manager and, you know, she's not entitled to all of my personal business. But if I'm not open with her about the things that can affect what we do as, um, you know, a company or an organization, then that's not fair to her and it could potentially put my job in jeopardy because it just looks like I'm, you know, slipping, <laughs> for lack of a better term. So these are um, some of the first things that come to mind about transparency and I've really appreciated the opportunity to share. This is Alexandra No I. You can find me on Twitter at Alexandra No I. That's A L E X A N D R A N O I. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Alexandra. I appreciate that insight. I appreciate that information. Thank you for showing us how transparency shows up in your life. I appreciate you for taking the time to be a part of this experience. Thank you for choosing this podcast. Thank you for taking a moment to listen. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for sharing. I do this because I really feel that we all have a voice in this world and we deserve to be heard. And I appreciate you for taking the time to hear mine. In this moment right now, I see the light, the love, the wisdom, the beauty, the prosperity, the creativity, and the pure joy that shines within you. And I bow humbly before your divinity. Namaste. You can find me online on Instagram at KeyRay underscore, on Facebook at Keyshawn Rains, or even check out my website at www.imsohum.com. Look forward to connecting with you again soon. Peace and blessings, y'all. podcast you just heard was recorded with anchor if you want to make your own download the android or ios app completely free from anchor.fm slash podcast that's anchor.fm slash podcast